0: But listen, Brian, in these instances where I hear this, my daughter could never have killed her own baby. My father could not have killed his entire family. There is a setup. Okay, so what that is, Brian, is that is the electrochemical neurotransmitters in your brain telling you, I have to cope with this for a longer time than you do, because this is a much closer issue. So therefore, I'm going to... Uh, stem the emotional tide by saying it's impossible, and there has to be another person. There has to be a Sasquatch or a UFO, Brian. There has to be a, a, a bearded ninja that snuck in and killed them. The cops are in on it. So, so those are common responses. But people turn those common responses into a conspiracy theory. How do they say that? Well, I've heard other people say the same thing about their family, and so it must be true. Okay, so, so, so just the weight of evidence can't, uh, uh. uh can make that pool table lean to the left and give you an advantage so what we do is we say artifacts and evidence and then Brian guess what There's-
1: welcome to the left of Greg podcast hello and thank you for tuning in to the left of Greg podcast I'm Brian Marin the host and creator of the show as always I will be joined by human behavior expert Mr. Greg Williams who the show is affectionately named after Here on The Left of Greg Show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. This week, Greg and I are discussing the concept of cognitive dissonance and how it affects our perception of events. During the conversation we talk about things like perception, orientation, stereotypes and how individual expression can shape someone else's view of us. We also get into the concept of tabula rasa or clean slate and we explain how the most important flavor in Ben and Jerry's ice cream is actually vanilla. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details and if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed the show. All right. Well, good morning, Greg. Um, for this this week's uh, episode, we're going to talk about something we we talk about a lot, but we we haven't really used the term cognitive dissonance much. But um, when we 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 talk everything that has to do uh, with it, but uh, we're going to get in. I'm going to define a little bit and give some examples and talk about perception and how it changes things. There's a whole bunch of different issues we're going to jump in all surrounding this theme. So that you know, we talk about sense making and problem solving. Well, we got to understand sort of capabilities and limitations of of how that works, um, literally at a physiological level with our eye and brain sometimes, and then what that means um, of how we uh, approach different subjects. So the idea of real quick, kind of give a quick definition of some of the stuff. Cognitive dissonance is is you know. Basically, just when any of your beliefs or assumptions are sort of contradicted by some new information. So it could be your beliefs or assumptions, your values suddenly get sort of contradicted by something else that you learn. And then that creates some physiological and psychological arousal. You kind of have a little unease, a little tension. Go, wait a minute. So what you'll do to sort of, um, kind of get rid of that feeling is you'll you might reject some of that information you might explain it away or avoid that information or kind of persuade sort of yourself that you know hey there really is no conflict we can reconcile those differences and so you see that a lot with different ideological beliefs Greg, right so like your political beliefs your religious your social whatever those are we, we can become very entrenched in these beliefs and then when we get something that kind of contradicts it we we want to explain that away go well, well that doesn't really fit in here right we have to justify right. it and and so there's different reasons too that this cognitive dissonance will happen and and there's some big ones and I'll hit kind of the 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 textbook sort of I forget I forget the guy's name who kind of pioneered some of this research back in the 50s uh, but you know they talk about um uh when you, anytime you have new information coming in is one obviously, all right, that contradicts your beliefs. When you have some sort of what what's called like forced compliance, where you have to comply uh, in a situation. Um, what It could be for work or for school, some social situation. You have to wear a uniform. You have to do this. Uh, you have to wear a mask. right? You have forced compliance. That will create cognitive dissonance. And then, of course, what we talk about a lot is anything having to do with any decision, whether that's a small decision or a large decision. When we're faced with similar choices... Uh, we get that little turbidity. We get that dissonance going like, well, well, wait a minute here. These are kind of similar. Which one should I do? This is getting uncomfortable. So it creates that tension. And then some of the biggest influences to this are are what can create it is you know one, how attached you are psychologically or emotionally to this belief or to this decision, right because you know the the more attached you are to a belief, um, uh, the more you, you, you don't like that dissonance right and, and you, you you don't want to deal with it you, it's easy to reject new and incoming information because you're very set in your ways and your beliefs. that's normal uh, and then the other thing that influences sort of like I, I guess you'd say the the, the amount or number of those dissonant beliefs, right? So the more clashing you have with that is the greater that strength of that dissonance is going to be, right? So it starts to impact it. So that's sort of uh, the, the general Definition of what we're talking about, and you can you can add to that. I'll throw it to you in, in, in a second here, Greg. Uh, but because of that, that so heavily influences our perception, our perspective, how we make decisions, how we rationalize things, and it just behave our behavior in general. So I kind of wanted to get those definitions uh, uh, kind of upfront, Greg. Uh, I'm going to pass it to you, and then you can you can add to that, or or immediately jump in if you'd like.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate that. And and so. The problem with uh, uh, dealing with a yellow pad is when we start this early in the morning and I don't get a new sheet, so now I've got arrows going everywhere, so I have to reconstruct... So, well,
1: so this is the only fun I don't do. So in order to stay organized, Greg, so in yeah. order to listen. So I've got my yellow pad over here with normal notes stuff, but I have to do a different white pad for the podcast okay. because anything when we're on the podcast goes on the white pad. But yeah, yeah, So, so yeah. what
0: you just did is you just did your opening and, and uh, folks were unscripted yeah. and, and things are in progress. So as Brian is talking, I'm going, that's a good point. That's a good point. So here, <laughs> let, let me go back and try to dig through the good points of the stuff that you made. So I want to uh, remind everybody that 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 cognitive dissonance can be just. A, f- a feeling in mm-hmm. your mind when something is different. Don't think that cognitive dissonance has to be a set of empirical data that's right, lined right. up it, that it doesn't esology. have to be
1: specifically codified or defined. It, it's that so, feeling. So, for example,
0: right. gestalt phenomenon. Okay. Uh, uh, you know that we we use sometimes in class the, the Dalamari. Reification, Howell yeah. To, to show how perspective and your perspective can be pulled, a uh, uh, focus can be pulled. So, if you look at something and it's confusing to your brain, that, that momentary turmoil or turbidity inside of your brain is dissonance. It's a cognitive dissonance. Your brain is trying to account for it, and it doesn't have a very clean – Account and so therefore it starts creating start it. so specifically to yeah. that
1: that gestalt theory and reification exactly. is a big one where that's the Dollenback cow, if anyone's familiar with that. But Look you you up. know, you you can you where you will establish a pattern and where it's a bunch of black and white, you know, on a paper, you will eventually see a cow's you know, a cow standing yep. there in a field when when really it's not, but your brain has to make order out of yep. chaos, so there's too much dissonance there. So it says we don't like this, start connecting the dots.
0: Too much order comma, or too much chaos will bring on cognitive dissonance. Does that make sense? That's a great way to put it. You get what I'm trying to say? Both sides of that coin will hit on. So this is what I wrote down too. Uh, 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 Even memories uh, will bring that up. I wrote down uh, uh, sense make. You use the term sense make. Folks, look, we're very old and very Greek. When we go back to to the beginnings of Arcadia, the underpinnings, uh, let's go back all the way to Aristotle. Aristotle – my own notes here aristotle uh uh, was in about empiricism uh Mm -hmm. why because he thought sense memories were the most important ways to compare things in your environment so we get our sense make from the very oldest and very greek uh, and 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 when aristotle was around they brought up the theory of tabula rasa what does that mean that means you gotta come from a clean slate so so in other words, when we talk in class about imagine a semi-truck wrapped in Tyvek so it's completely white, and there's your palette. Now start painting in what you see. We mean to sense-make it, to use your senses, your individual senses. Now, I can have other people on the OP, on the observation post, Brian, with brushes and palettes and paint to help me paint in, right? But mm-hmm. they're going to have to stand by and be the dozen for their, uh, uh, addition, because I can't see the world through your eyes. Do you you see what I'm saying? So tabula rasa means that I have to go back literally to, to the clean slate, to the white and, 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 uh, uh, I, I like to use the quote, not that I'm a fan of Ben and Jerry's politics, but I'm, I'm a fan of their fat grams. And, uh, uh, when, when they were asking about them, how, how long they tried to get in the market and how hard their research was. And they say, what's the most important flavor? And they always go back to vanilla. Why do they go back to vanilla? Because it's tabula rasa. If you can build a good vanilla, then anything you add to that vanilla is going to be concrete. It's going to be wonderful. So what you're talking about, and and, and I love the uniformity thing because, listen, the greatest cultures on the face of the planet, tabula rasa, their decision-making. For example, prayer mats, okay? Prayer mats can't be individual and beaded and have all this wonderful stuff on them. Why? Because you're there to pray. You get what I'm saying? Right. You're there for your relationship with Allah. You're not there for all this other uh, uh, stuff. Uh, uh, same thing, uh, living a life of, of piety, living a, a a life where you don't have a lot of stuff. And we look at nuns or Benedictine orders or whatever. Or, yeah, friend. different priests. They, yeah, different. Why? Yeah. why? They're pushing that stuff out of the way because they're saying there's something more important, the rule of law, the rule of religion, our, our, our uh, mm-hmm. uh, giving these things up helps me see these things. But, Brian, isn't that exactly what we teach the, the Soldiers, Sailors, Airmen, and Marines on the OP? Listen, take all of this other stuff and create a baseline. Why do we create a baseline, Brian? Because the baseline's is vanilla. Yes. Baseline is what's normal for an area without turbidity when the dust settles, so therefore an anomaly will stick, it, it'll rise above or it'll fall below. You get where I'm going with that? So so the, the idea is that we don't want to uh, uh, under or over-categorize an observation because right. different perceptions can make me so, choose something that's nothing. Do so you see?
1: So in order to have that, here's the issue, and here's why I think we're talking okay. about cognitive dissonance is getting that baseline, getting that pure vanilla. That's the most important part. That's the most important like thing for right. all comparisons. But that's where cognitive dissonance comes in, right? Yep. Meaning my own beliefs and thoughts and attitudes and everything I've learned in my life influences how I see that baseline. What that van- It influences what vanilla tastes like to me because, Greg... You know, a really, really creamy, rich vanilla is different yeah. than like a French vanilla bean, right? Yeah. But they're both vanilla, though, right? But but they yeah. have their differences, and I like that analogy because one, it's it's ice cream, but we're, we're gonna have to eat after the Yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> and, and
0: just for people, fact based data: yeah. the difference between Wait, vanilla did you say ice cream fat, and French vanilla. Fat-based? Fat-based. Okay. Fat based data, fat based. Okay, both. Yeah, that's hilarious. But uh, the difference is French vanilla has an egg in it. So yeah. listen, to account for that. And the eggshell is white, Brian. We can end the, drop the mic. There but, you go. But the, we can account for that by saying this. Look, cognition biases, cognitive biases do not help your case. So I go back to the law. The law has been around forever, okay? When when, when Jesus was walking the face mm-hmm. of the planet, yeah. when, when Muhammad ha- was Hammurabi's was code there, was, was – Okay, there was law. Know, there was law. And do you know why we have law? Because law levels the playing field. If you're playing on a pool table – and the pool table is off. The balls are going to go to one right. direction. And Get somebody in an advantage. And you're,
1: you're, you're, you're saying it, law, but, but re, I mean, really, you're meaning rules it could, because it could be rule, a game. It could be law, I, yeah, science, it, math. There, there has you, to be there has to be right. something codified from which we base everything off of. And it, the more precisely. pure that is. The, the better your law is going to be and the better your yep. observation and the better your comparison is going to be. And there has deep historical roots. I mean, throughout so, mankind, you know, people yeah. say
0: you're exactly right. And people say, Hey, listen, you know, the law was written by old white people and this and that. No, no We've it wasn't. updated the law. <laughs> we've updated the law. Every chance that we've gotten, just like we've updated the rule of math and science. Why folks? Because math gets really screwy when you go way, way, yeah. way, way, way out away from gravity and the, the, the solar system. Science, Brian, science, and specifically physics bends a little bit when it gets way out mm-hmm. there, but you know what it 's so consistent right now it 's more consistent than anything else that we have. We can use moe 's scale of hardness uh, to determine uh, uh, you know different uh, rocks and ores we can mm-hmm. use the, the the periodic table of elements that 's what i 'm talking about i 'm talking we have to have something that 's codified for comparison, and that 's why like, like for example the the whole start I, I think of this. Podcast was a, a debate, an argument that I brought up because somebody said, "Well, why can't I wear this in class? Why, right. why, you know, why? Why is it distracting to other people? Does it make it harder for me to learn?" And the answer is yes, yes, and no, no. You can't wear whatever you want, okay? Mm-hmm. Because when you do that, you're distracting yourself from the main mission. Uh, uh, the second part and the third part is you do not have the right to to go off script when it's going to impact my gameplay. Do you, you see right. what I'm trying to say? And, and, so so and that's all is, I, a simple, simple argument.
1: No, no. And that's kind of what we're getting into now. And, and the idea is because of things like that, you know, you, this is where heuristics and stereotypes yeah. and things yep. come into play. So if I have, if, if we can't agree on a set of rules, if we can't agree on some, some decorum, right. Whatever it is that we, we've, we've decided here that is going to be how we, um, God, how we operate in this environment. Um, if you go off script from that, you your 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 own message is going to get um it's gonna get missed, right? And the idea is is this, you know, you go back to it, you know, where we always give the example of people always talk about, you know, people used to always wear suits back in the day. And it's like, well, yeah. they kind of still do. I know yeah. we, you know, anything we've ever done for business, I've always had to wear maybe not a tie, but a sport coat and dress pants and a button down shirt. And what someone will say is they'll come in and go, yeah, but like Greg has a orange shirt on and Brian has a white shirt on and that guy has a black shirt on. And that guy over there has a a gray blazer and yours is Navy blue. And I go, yeah, but to your brain, it's the exact same thing. So it's, it's cognitively close enough that we're all wearing this, uh, um, this, we're wearing this suit, right. Um, because of the context we all decided to dress up and look professional so that you know to cuz cuz it's different than having you and I having a conversation on this podcast yep now the reason too what what often gets forget about that's what we often forget about that is take you know i can individualize it right like i'll do like the little like maybe someone will have like a fancy little pocket square in theirs or a nice watch or like you know one of those little gold things that go around your tie or something like that and that's to show your little individualism and show your style, but you're still complying to the social norms for that situation. And part of the reason that's done is so that we can focus on the matter at hand, right? So now I'm focusing on what you're saying, Greg, not what you're wearing, not your hairstyle, not this. Now, there's, there's this, you know, always a well. What about individual expression and what about this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm, I'm all for it. I'll, I'm sure I'll share some stories on here of the way I used to act and dress in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. which often got me in trouble because I didn't like those norms, right? But, but the idea is, is there's a purpose and a reason behind it. So if I have a little bit of cognitive dissonance there, and you're coming at me with some beliefs that I don't really necessarily agree with, or I'm not sure about, Gregor, you're challenging my assumptions. Um, I'm fucking lazy, just like every human being on the face of the earth. So one, I am I, I want to stick to what I know. All right, I'm going to cling to, to those beliefs I've had my whole life because I know them to be true. It's like, you know, I know that every day, whether I've seen it or not, Greg, every single day of my life, the sun has come up and the sun has set. So I, mm-hmm. that's something that that I will cling to as the most important or the most consistent thing, right? So think about that from a thought structure as well. Now, if you're challenging me, Greg, and, and now I, I don't know how to really respond back and I'm not right. processing it, I will fall back. I will get lazy and I'll go, well, look at you and your stupid fucking t-shirt and yep. your hair is a mess and you didn't take the time to clean up and you're probably... So what I'll start doing is just creep from what you're saying to what you're wearing and then I'll just throw that into whatever stereotype cuz it cuz maybe exactly. maybe your your Slayer t-shirt is a heuristic for me and I don't like that cuz I got beat up by someone wearing a Slayer t-shirt when I was 14 right. years old right the idea is is now I go, now I I throw you into this category where I now don't even listen to what you say so I'm not even actually taking in the information but I'm, I'm now uh, – I have this cognitive dissonance, which causes me to make unreasonable assumptions about you, and then that throws everything off course. But
0: why, why – okay, there so, a lot so there much back? out there. So let's go back to science for a second, and, and not that you weren't in science, but let's go back to laser-focused science for a second. One – Number one rule for you folks out there to understand cognition biases is that we fear what we don't understand. And fear is a chemical reaction. And fear, the chemical reaction in our brain, changes how we perceive others. Now, if you want to talk about unconscious biases, this is where they start. So let's talk about bringing one out into the sunlight. So Brian and I uh, uh, frequently travel to Saudi Arabia and deal with Saudi Arabia on a weekly basis. Okay, one of the things in Saudi Arabia is everybody dresses exactly alike. Why? So they can stay on mission. So nobody's above or below or next to anybody else. That's their way of taking a look at it. And I'm oversimplifying it, folks. Right, for but the understand purposes, this. Yeah. If they want to have specific identity points, they don't have it in their uniform, their clothing, they don't have it in their prayer mat, and they can do whatever they want when they're at home, but the idea is in public, you level the playing field. So the one thing that they do differently, Brian, you talked about a pocket square in the United States or in France, for example, if you're very, uh, 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 you know, ritzy dressed uh, kind of person, ritzy, I use that word, I'm so old, but in KSA, what they would do is a pen. You would, you would distinguish yourself or set yourself pen, apart right. by the pen that was in your pocket. Why? Because it's meaningless to anybody else, but an internal, a down and in thing, you look and you go, God, that guy's got a really nice cross pen. You, you see what I'm trying to say? So you did the same thing. You said we're all wearing the same thing. Look, I, I, I like to stimulate the endorphins in your brain uh, uh, um, and emote a response by wearing bright colors, it does two things. It, it does something for me; uh, uh, gives me a dopamine rush when I put on the clothing, and and it does something for me when I walk into a room. It displaces the baseline and says, uh, "The boys are back in town. I'm here." Okay, Brian. I do that as a choice. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Right. I do that to to change my environment willingly and knowingly. So I want you to think of stuff like Hoyle. Uh, uh, there's rules and cards that you can't violate or you lose. Okay. Uh, Especially at a place like Vegas, but also, uh, uh, you know, when you're playing like a Euchre tournament, comma, but there's also things known as house rules. Everybody right now knows a house rule. Mm-hmm. Hey, take your shoes off before you go in. House mm-hmm. rule. Or, or hey, listen. Uh, you know, every time you pass by this thing, you kiss your hand and touch the plane before you go. That's ah, a house rule. Okay. The 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 second thing is I want you to think about uh, a third actually. Hockey and baseball. Uh, I played baseball on a sand lot in Detroit. You know, we used to you know where the ho- house was torn down and it was just a construction area. I uh, Played hockey on the street. Car game on. Yeah, game you get out. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Brian, what was different from those games than an NHL game on the ice? Well, there was differences because of the distance from the blue line, how Mm -hmm. big the goal crease is. Why do we do that? We do that because it gives everybody the same advantage. That's what the law does. That's what rules do. And that's what vanilla does. So whenever I hear somebody try to pipe up, like, like, for example, we hear this all the time, folks, and, and. I don't watch television. Uh, I watch some movies, uh, uh, not the, the same type you probably watch, and I certainly don't watch mainstream news, right? I seek out the articles that, that I need to take a look at, and I balance my opinions based on those articles. And I certainly don't use a cognition bias and only go to one source, right? And, and then when I do it, I do my research uh, research on it. Why do I want to do that? Because I want to make sure that when I go in, I have a knowledge of the topic, even if I'm not knowledgeable on that topic. Why? Because somebody pipes up and goes, "Well, that's not fair this and that yeah well it's been a law for 217 years and this is why that law was instituted brian if you don't know what you tend to do is you tend to cha- challenge all assumptions i'm okay. not saying don't challenge right i'm saying don't challenge all of them just like you said the sun comes up we stipulate that. In the law, if I was in a court, I wouldn't have to say, Your Honor, it's May 14th, and uh, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. We know that because of the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. Those things, Brian, but that they're... everybody agrees to, we stipulate to, and it allows progress in society.
1: No, and, and this is kind of what, what we're getting into because, um, you know, what, what you just said, uh, you... you, you you hit a good point right there where you said, you know, about questioning assumptions and question is, but where are you coming from this? Yep. So if you're giving a talk on something, Greg, and you've been studying or doing that for a very long time, I, if I don't, I'm not on an equal playing field with you if I'm in the audience, right? So if you're the one with the microphone and I'm the one in the audience, you're the, we're not on an equal playing field.
0: I absolutely agree with that. That's a great assessment.
1: I can't, I can ask you questions and I can challenge those things, but I'm not coming from the same place, so I have to remember that. Meaning, I'm going. Okay, well, could you explain what you mean further? Because I thought this meant that. That's very different than saying, "Well, you can't say that, or that's not true." Um, I, I just saw one too on LinkedIn that I got tagged in on a post where someone says, "Yeah, this whole you know, ninety-three percent of you know communication is nonverbal." Is a, I think that's a bunch of junk. I think it's it's like, okay, well, that number might not be accurate, but but. But it's close, but it's gosh damn close. Yes, it is. research. But what they that's the thing is so that person took the research and that someone else did. Yes. And, and and not just one person, like a lot of people over Many decades and over went, decades.
0: you know what? I don't agree with that. Here's what I think is important. So therefore, okay. we're on <laughs> equal par. That's so, the finish of, of your sentence, Brian. You, you understand that yes. if I'm sniping with you and I disagree with your point of view, even if I haven't researched it, that means we're on a level playing field. That's not true. That is not true. And, and it was my response to the person who's had me. And I literally just
1: said, because well, the second paragraph was actually great because it said, you know, you... You should try to, you know, the words what you're saying should match up with with what you're what you're acting on in your body. Which is, yeah, absolutely. You 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 want congruence. So I said, well, I agree yeah. with the second paragraph because congruence is very important in communication. But pretty much everything we know about human communication uh, um, counters what this person said in their first paragraph. So, w- w- yes, you get to say whatever you want, but I think yes. we do this now because of social media too. Is we just come across as well? I don't agree with
0: that. It's like, well, you don't. Yeah, listen, you don't. I don't that's agree. Okay, Greg. That, but I mean, that's okay, but Go in your go sit back in your corner. Well, that's and, and it's and the play whole, with yourself. The, the
1: flat Earth. It's like, what are you? Well, it's uh, even
0: worse than that sometimes.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, well, listen, I don't think that's how it is. It's like, well, that's great. Let me great. that no one specific cares.
0: point. Let me address that specific point. How many times do we know from fact based data and and evidence and artifacts? Uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a new term now, and I don't remember it. Where it's evidence-based policing or something. Yeah, listen, that's always been okay. done. Shut yeah, up. We're... You know, don't start a new thing. Don't create a new word and then find and then find out that it's been around forever. Okay, but listen, Brian. In these instances where I hear this, my Daughter could never have killed her own baby. My yeah. father could not have yeah. killed his that's, entire family. There is issues. a setup. Yeah. Okay, so what that is, Brian, is that is the electrochemical neurotransmitters in your brain telling you I have to cope with this for a longer time than you do because this is a much closer issue. Yes. So therefore, I'm going to uh, stem the emotional tide. By saying it's impossible, and there has to be another person, there has to be a Sasquatch or a UFO, Brian. There has to be a, a, a bearded ninja that snuck in and killed them. The cops are in on it. So, so those are common responses. But people turn those common responses into a conspiracy theory. Right. How do they say that? Right. Well, I've heard other people say the same thing about that. <laughs> yeah, the
1: well, it must be true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it must be true. Okay, so 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 just the weight of evidence can't. Uh, 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 can make that pool table lean to the left and give you an advantage so what we do is we say artifacts and evidence and then brian guess what there's rules of evidence for example we don't take hearsay do you so, see what I'm trying to say? Well, I heard that Jim said that Tom was in the right. Okay, then, that's not evidence. Yeah, Do you, you see what I'm saying. And, and a witness has to be a no shit eyeball witness. He had to feel it, touch it, see it, smell it, and the person's got to have an intellectual acumen where their opinion matters.
1: Well, and okay, that good good point on a, on a number of levels. And and as we always say, even if you're an eyeball witness something, you nope it's horrible doesn't right but, it. but 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 here you bring up a good point to where um let's say okay we're in court right now greg and you're testifying on the stand as a subject matter expert uh, in human behavior. Right. um and you've been admitted and and by the court as a you've been yep. declared a subject matter expert in this now it d- doesn't matter who calls you prosecution or defense you can call in another expert right to argue but yep. If I'm cross-examining you after you say you're you're testifying for the prosecution, they ask you a bunch of questions, you lay out exactly what it is, I'm the defense attorney, I can come in and say, I can object to what you're saying in the line of questioning, not on your expertise. I can't object to that. I can object to how is this relevant to this that's specific case. So, so I can sit there and say, yeah, that's great. That might be everything that coming out of your mouth is true, but here's why that doesn't pertain to this. Now, that's codified in a court of law. There's rules and procedures on what you can and cannot do. It's very different than just public discourse. It's very different than an open discussion where I Absolutely. can say, well, no, I don't agree with that. And you're going, well, yeah, but this is inherently true, or this is subjectively true, which is you could get into a whole you know, discussion of the meaning of, of what that is. But the idea about questioning that is I can say, that's great. How does this pertain to situation A or B? But, but I have to take you on the merits of what you say. You, you get what I'm saying? So that's yep. a, that's very different than, than what we see if, in, in a place
0: that has no rules or it's an open forum here. Again, you just illustrated, uh, 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 the essence of what we're talking about. So a police officer, his testimony is taken no more than the testimony of anybody else in that courtroom. Right. That's Huge. Because that says we don't have our thumb on the scale just because I'm carrying a badge. Because even the law understands that there's good and bad 7-Eleven clerks. There's good and bad librarians. There's good and yep. bad cops. Okay. Subject matter expert. A subject matter expert, it's not like voir dire, Brian, where we're picking a juror. You bring in a subject matter expert, everything that person's done and where he's gone and everything else is brought before the court. And you don't have to stipulate to him. If you're a, a, a prosecution SME. The defense can tear you apart on the stand, and, and then the judge has to be the arbiter of fact and go, yeah, okay, we'll swear him in as a subject matter expert. And guess what, Brian? For every court, guess what we have? We have an appellate court where we can appeal the decision all the way up to what? The Supreme Court of the United States. Our legal system has a series of checks and balances to make sure that you, the law was equally applied in your case. But... We still get people that say, listen, the fix was in from the beginning because of my religion, the color of my skin, the shirt that I wore, this and and that and the other. And they will have you believe that, Brian, there is the only case that matters and everybody else throughout history planned to screw them so that when their case came up. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, Everything yeah. is aligned against them. Come on. Yeah. Is that likely? That's my thing. You know, I deal in likelihood. Is, is it more likely mm-hmm. that the law is there to protect you and even the playing field? Or is it more likely that the law is there to keep this secret triumvirate, Brian, <laughs> yeah. in power? In power. You know, controls of Wall Street. Shut I, up. Yeah.
1: And anyone who's been around anyone in any position of power should just... Immediately come to the realization is like wow these are just a bunch of assholes trying to figure shit out too huh there's, they are they no- are and they're,
0: they're wearing sixteen ounce gloves in the dark <laughs> yeah. but but so, we believe in the stone cutters I, yeah we of do. course yeah the, yeah exactly exactly so yeah.
1: so you, you you brought up a couple things one you said you know we fear what we don't understand and we, we, oh, yeah. we talk about that all the time and I, I think much yeah. that is such a um a deep. Uh, Psychological and sociological imperative, right? Yep. Uh, meaning, it's so hardwired in us to fear and be wary of things that we don't fully understand because that's a survival mechanism. That's why, if we weren't that way, there would be no more human race, right? Someone ever gone? Go, wow, this, that that snake looks friendly.
0: Let's go pet it, and they would have died, right? So yeah. the idea, or I don't believe that you tell me that that cobra's <laughs> venom is dangerous. So I'm going to go prove it for myself. You're exactly but, right. But th- this comes back
1: to the kind of like the the ultimate question. And I guess the ultimate, but my, my ultimate um, um, goal in life or path, which there really is no, it's not an achievable or attainable one, but you can get Mm. close is, is how do we get the most pure vanilla? Meaning how, how do that? And this is a, this is a discussion. This isn't a, a specific answer, but the whole point of this is we're talking about establishing a baseline or or figuring out what's going on. I have to start somewhere, and where I start is the most important okay. place because I need the purest signal there. Because if I if I focus solely on what that pure signal is, that pure vanilla, like the Ben and Jerry's, I want to make the greatest tasting vanilla ever because whatever I add on top of that is just going to complement it, and it's going to go well and it's going to be there. So yeah. if I have this base, so that's the whole concept of what we talk about: is how do I figure out that? Because then any anomalies, anything that stands outside of that, will be so glaringly obvious because I have this pure signal. But we often start with uh, anomalies. We start with, "Well, that's weird. Why is that weird?" Well, I think it's because of this. It's like, "Whoa, hang on, hang on, Anna. Hang on. How do we get back to painting that 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 picture? How do we get that clear tabula so, rasa? What do I have to clear off of that in order yeah, to then start question. the
0: painting?" So, so I would say this. I would say uh, first grab your yellow pad, turn it on a rectangle, uh, draw a line uh, uh, through the center that's sort of like a left to right, like we would do for left to bang, right a bang and at bang. Okay. So now you have a continuum, let's call it. Um, um, I would also say that to the right side of that, put a little checkbox and put you are here. So Brian, what you're asking us to, to challenge in our assumptions today is to put our finger along that line and move to the left from that you are here point and say we agree with blank information all the way up to this point but at this point things become suspect so i'm going to re uh uh uh, do that math problem until i get it right i'm going to try to see the evidence for myself that's great because that's a scientific method so let's give you just two examples one a local one here uh, uh, Black Canyon of the Gunnison. And folks, if you ever want to come to the most beautiful place on earth, come to Colorado, come to the Western Slope, come to Gunnison and, and play around. Everything in an hour in a circle that you draw around here is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. So Black Canyon of the Gunnison, huge, deep, beautiful canyon filled with wildlife and and fish and everything else started as a drop of water, Brian. The drop of water turned into a stream. The stream cut for millions of years until it created this beautiful, Uh, uh, Anomaly. It's an anomaly nonetheless. It's rarer in the world, but it has precedent. Uh, 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 Royal Gorge, uh, uh, Black Canyon of the Gunnison, uh, gosh damn, uh, what's the one that people go to all the time in Arizona, the, the Grand Canyon, okay, things like that, right? So now that we have those, we have sort of a base as we're going left. But now, take a look with the, the, the Black Canyon of the Gunnison uh, Exposed, Brian, and what you'll see is these striations, mm-hmm. and each one of those, like the rings on a tree, yeah. are years or decades or like, hundreds of or, years or yeah. thousands of years. Now, as you go through that, Brian, it looks like layers of paper. They're all even. Every single one of them is uniform.
1: Yeah, pretty, yeah.
0: Until what? until yeah. you get to something that's anomalous and now brian if you separate those sheets of paper and peer inside like a geologist now you see there was a huge storm or an asteroid hit the earth or or, comets or fire or something, or something. Yeah, yeah so so brian i'm saying that for every inch that you go left on this continuum you have to understand that there's anomalies that come above and below normal do you see what i'm trying to say right uh, and and so you're telling me, and, and I'm paraphrasing Brian, folks. You're telling me to question those assumptions where uh, uh, the anomalous behavior is so outlandish or so outside what would be expected. Okay, and that's where your starting point is. I completely agree. Some people have done the work for us, so we go back to that point and we take a look at it. Here's where I get weird. Statistics you can buy statistics yeah. or manipulate them to oh. show whatever else you want. Yes, but but when it's something like your point, and I didn't see it on LinkedIn, but when you talk about the person saying uh, most language is nonverbal, well, first of all, the simplest argument for that person is that babies can't talk, so right. babies must be using something must else. Must be dying. You left get what I'm right. trying to say? Because and they can't tell humans, their mom they're hungry. Okay, so so <laughs> there's and and there's probably a couple of babies born every year, Brian. Yeah, so one or I would two. assume you yeah. get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Now, if you're going to talk to me about those statistics, I will what. I will stipulate to that. But if you're putting your finger on the scale or if you're manipulating data in any way, I cast the out and I say go to tabula rasa and start over. So anytime that we've got a situation where it's a political appointee to a judge's position – I get skeptical. Why? Because, Brian, are you telling me that you're not yeah. paying back? You yeah. gave me the ambassador oh, ship to, to, to Turkey and I'm mm-hmm. not going to pay you back. So and that's where I call bullshit. And you oh. don't
1: you don't see that. That's a great example. The appointment of judges, because it's just it's part of our, our legal system and how it works. Yep. Right. And and so what's great is like, you know, you see these um, obviously like Supreme Court decisions that yep. fall along ideological lines. Right. But not on all of them. What I love is when you see a Supreme Court decision where it's unanimous. Why? Because they can go, okay. well, in here, this is so glaringly obvious that no matter where you're sitting, this violates the Constitution or this upholds whatever law, whichever way it is. Those are great. But then when it gets to that little bit of cognitive dissonance comes in there, Greg, and we start doing, well, wait, this is challenging. This is really challenging what my beliefs are of this court system. And then the other justice or judge is going, well, this is challenging. And you have two different opinions on the same case. Well, that's, that's, well, that's, everything in a nutshell i mean that's human life it is a that's that's, a, that's emotion and how we process information and there's no such thing as being purely logical even a mathematician is illogical uh uh but but the idea is that, that that's that's where the kind of that's where, well, I, I call it, that's where the beauty lies in, 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 in human in the human condition absolutely right absolutely. Uh, that's where we get everything from that's where art comes from that's yeah, we're, we're not saying being like, a robot
0: being a no, time, Brian. but we're not saying that everybody in the world has to be vanilla we're saying that when we come to a discussion point when we come to a debate, when we come to uh, making a decision on buying a, a used car or, or uh, who I might date or who I might not. If we go back to tabula rasa and we yellow pad it, we're likely to come up with the right decision. Now, what I mean by that is we've got to weigh things equally. For example, if we start uh, uh, taking a look and saying, I'm rich. You're poor. Uh, okay. Now we're in Hollywood and we're trying to make a movie script. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. what are they going to say? They, they, do you remember the, the hooker with the heart of gold? Oh, yeah, I of was course. a cop for 30 years. and never <laughs> saw the hooker with the heart of gold. Yeah. I saw the hooker with the you know scabies and the crabs and, and she was uh, cross-addicted and codependent. So my thing is let's deal in fact-based data. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And, and, and not muddy the water with ridiculous this uh, uh, other shit. So when people come in and they say, my brother, sister, uncle couldn't have done this, or when they say that's not fair to this specific group of people, look, the law and the rules were drafted to be equal to everybody. And therefore, your obligation is, is to be that everybody when you come in with your so, well, an mind and a new right. set of so, when you're listening.
1: So that's it's like the same thing when when we talk about body language. One of the things that I always tell people is you know start becoming more aware of your own and you'll get really good at reading others. And I think yeah. this is a great example of too of what we talk about. So you know that that cognitive dissonance, Greg. If I have a message or I have something I want to send, I want to send the purest signal possible because Absolutely. I don't want that muddied I don't want you to take it the wrong way it's why I don't post a lot on social media because I'm I'm more cautious or careful because I don't want it to fall off the rails I want that that I want it to be clear I want my intent to be clear and what I'm saying to be clear and, so and, I always tell people is to reduce or attempt to reduce sort of that that cognitive dissonance is is you have to do it for yourself first right meaning how do I make sure Right. that what I'm going to do and say is heard in the manner and understood in the manner for which I say it. Now there's always going to be someone in the room that's like, well, you meant that fuck that person and don't pay it. To-. we got to stop paying attention to those people and we got to, we got to just kick them out of society, but there's your but, social
0: media. There's your, right. Your, everyone your gets the say. noise the, ratio. the problem with yeah, when everyone gets,
1: gets a say is that nobody gets a say, well, th- this is, this goes into the next thing of, of, yeah. you know, what, uh, barriers to entry are not a bad thing they can be a really I good absolutely thing agree. if they're if those barriers are constructed if with the right intent and for the right reason so you know disqualifying you to get into this program makes this program better because we have criteria that must be met and you didn't meet that criteria so you're going to slow as, everyone as down as long
0: as that criteria is what Brian based as on, long on as it's merits, logical based and on, reasonable yeah. and scientific merit okay uh, uh, to body fat, like like because there's certain things. Look, right. if you can't lift sixty pounds, you then can't, you can't be in yeah. the club. No, do you, and, you see what and, I'm trying to there, say.
1: There's certain ones, and what happens is when we now those can be used. So uh, a perfect example are, are military units. Like I'll, yeah. uh, I will. My general opinion is any unit, any military unit anyone, I don't care what it is, what their job is, that has some sort of selection process, whatever that's like a physical thing over days or weeks, or that's, I'm just going to review your past and decide anyone with the selection process is is likely going to be a higher functioning unit with better people in it. And that's just across the board. And, and, And so the problem with Creating barriers for entries, they can be used right incorrectly. They can be used uh, uh, to to keep people out that you don't want, based on some ideological perspective, not not based on what their performance is. I always see that when someone goes like, "Oh, they're not a real marine," I go, "Did they fucking pass boot camp?" They're a fucking Marine. Shut up. Like they met the standard. Did they meet or exceed the standard? Then sorry, if you don't like that, go change the standard. Right. Or they're not a real, you know, whatever. They're not. Because now you've created a new standard
0: that they fall short of. That's not allowed. That's bullshit. You You know
1: what I mean? They're not a real American. Like, what the fuck does that mean? You asshole? Like, what the hell? So, so the idea is, is we, that, that can get used incorrectly, but those are necessary um, uh, for a reason, right? They're, they're necessary to – to we need categories for people, right? We need to fit into certain elements so that well, – Boy, you're you know, treading
0: on thin ice here.
1: Well, they're they're necessary. No, I'm,
0: I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. I'm saying you're absolutely right. But you know why you're treading on thin ice? Because you're going to hurt some people's sensibility yes. that approach this emotion-based rather than logic-based.
1: Yeah, no, no. And and that that's true, which everything this is – you know? you have everything is to a certain point some more than others based with, with emotion as well but you know, we have to understand where we fit in. And that's that's difficult sometimes to I've had the door slammed in my face before. It's like, dude, you don't you don't rate to be here. You gotta get out of the room. Okay, it's kind yep. of a shitty feeling where you're like, geez, I thought a I horrible was horrible feeling. No, man, like you're not there yet. Sorry. That sucks. But then you go, Yeah, you know what, you're right. I really wasn't there. Or you know what? Yeah, you you made the rules, so I don't get to come in. Yep. Um, I and, and I think if it's the 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 point of, of some of this is When we get into different types of expression and criticism, and opinions, we all get to do it. We all get to have it. That doesn't mean it's worth a shit. And and you see this so so many times. You know, it's like anything. I I I I would listen to Elon Musk's uh, thoughts on space exploration and electric vehicle um, uh, manufacturing. Well, why? Because well, that's what he's been doing for a really long time. I don't give a shit about what is his opinion on what he thinks free speech is, because you know, like, not really. I, I, I would rather talk to a. Well, um, you're talking a confirmation bias. Well, I would <laughs> rather talk to to someone who studies and teaches constitutional law than 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 him but we don't right, do right. that so, we have those fundamental attribution errors that exactly. i like what he says so therefore he must be good um this is where it gets into
0: it and and oh, hold on let me throw one at you brian so to be suspect folks don't gloss over what brian just said he said he goes to elon musk for elon musk's strong suit he doesn't go to elon musk and go what brand of shoe do you wear? Because right. that has a bearing on your decision-making Yeah, concept. exactly. The second thing is, be suspect immediately if anybody throws the Dunning-Kruger effect at uh, you. Yeah. The, the idea is two things. One, um, uh, they're overusing it or misapplying yes. it. And two, that, they don't that, That's the pop it.
1: psychology one now. there would be a new yeah, one yeah, yeah,
0: months, But it'll change so, in six yeah. months. The idea, and, and look, we're not trying to insult you. We're trying to insult your intellect. The idea <laughs> is you
1: have to take a minute. <laughs> well, you, just, you just came out you know, explicitly stated I'm just saying
0: it. <laughs> What you have to do is you have to back up for a minute and you have to go back. That's one of the experiments you have to do. Uh, Brian, for example, uh, uh, what you were talking about, how many times have we seen the fed uh, in any manifestation, go back to a burglar or a serial killer or a master lock picker and say, Hey, we need to, to to know how it's done. Brian, first of all, that's rare as hen's teeth, yeah, because yeah. it almost never no, pays dividends. No. I'll tell you one caper out of out of all the times that I've been studying, folks, and I'm nothing, I'm nobody, uh, but I got a 50-year advantage on many people on research. Uh, uh, one thing was the guy, and I don't even remember his name, that uh, was played by Leo DiCaprio Yeah, that's in a, the film that did all the passport forgeries and all that other he, stuff.
1: That's a perfect example because that like, guy was so full of shit.
0: Yes, and he got <clears throat> caught over and over and over and over again, do you understand what i 'm saying but but you take a look at like when they talked to Green River and they said,, uh, "Hey, uh, you know can you tell us uh, how you chose the victims and everything Brian, when it comes to pathology and when it comes to uh, psychopathy there 's groups of things, and once you identified that this is a uh, precursor it's like any other thing in the world then you like like heart disease brian there's different forms of heart disease first of all that most people don't understand that it's not all just one so like congestive heart failure is different from some other issues so they all meet categories so when you come in and you go oh dunning Kruger like dunning Kruger means you don't know that Fuck, you're talking about. (laughs) So you're confused by somebody else's point. What I'm trying to say is, do even the most basic points of research, and then you can come into the room and sit down and have a logical discussion. If you bring your emotion, this doesn't feel right. This is wrong because it disenfranchises me, and and I'm different than everybody else in the room. Then then you know what, Brian, you got to take a step back. That's my thing. I, I I just get I when when I feel like like you said it about the mic. Go a little deeper with that mic thing. We teach a lot, and we run into snipers once in a while, and and the the sniper doesn't like the fact that we're teaching the course, and it's like, okay, so you disagreeing with my science, and it's like, well, no. Okay, so you disagreeing with that I'm younger than you, and I've got further in life than you? Yes. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So kiss my ass, and and I can prove that. What's the number one question that we get Uh, 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 comment-wise? We always get, well, I want to be you. How do I get to be you? Because it looks like you got the world solved. Well, you know what? We don't have the world solved. No. We got a laser focus on three questions that we can answer with a great deal well, of and I, out of the eight billion questions that linger out there in the world, we know three of them.
1: You know? No, so, and that, that's there's a difference yeah. between what we're talking about on here and what we do in class or what we teach. Yep, because the totally class and teaches, it's very, 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 very laser focused and yep. specific, minute after minute, day after day. It, it, and and we don't we don't step outside of that without saying something to that effect of okay, you're getting into an area. Um, we can have that discussion after class, right. maybe if we have time, but we teach it from this way. And this is why I don't because want to because we're
0: experts here. in this only. Well, yeah. And and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. hey,
1: you're you're getting to the limit of something and 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 we're gonna stay over here. We'll talk later, which is different than what we do in the podcast because right now obviously yeah. we 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 just get on and go <laughs>
0: Hey, you ready? <laughs> yeah, <Okay. laughs> so, but, but see, that's what people but, but expect the, from us on a podcast. You know, yeah. <clears> I, Ryan, <throat> listen, when, when we talk, we talk topical. When we laser focus, we warn people that we're going to deep dive. You know, uh, I'll give you a, a, a perfect example of that. There was a horrific school shooting overnight. We're yeah, not ready to talk about that. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. Okay? I, don't even, now, I, don't wanna, the, I knew you were going to
1: fucking bring it up, and I, didn't, didn't even, but, I don't even want to no, go there. But, but, shut it but down. we have to.
0: Yeah, We have to because the idea is that we don't know enough to render an opinion so anybody right now that's rendering opinion on that doesn't i mean even if you were catastrophically at the scene and uh avoided death or injury or something and saw a part of it you don't know enough to start commenting about it uh brian it takes time and the gift of time and distance allows us to change our opinion when science comes in and demonstrates that the artifacts and evidence way more here meaning They're they're weighted more, not by sheer weight, but by their, you know, hey, this person was an expert that was at the scene that calculated these things. We stipulate to it. So let's not go into knee-jerk reactions and gut feelings on things. Let's take an expert day or week, right, and educate ourselves and then say, okay, we know this, we'll be willing to speak on those topics. So when somebody comes up and goes, yeah, but what, what do you really think? Okay, I, I just told you what I fucking really think. I, I think we need to wait it out. So, so the topics that we're talking about are sometimes people coming to the table and throwing their belly up against the bar, Brian, and chipping in their two cents. When they weren't wanted, when they weren't warranted, and when their two cents don't value as much as your two cents, it's like a Colombian peso to a U.S. dollar.
1: Yeah, and, and there's all of these different uh, factors that we've discussed that kind of go into me, you know, go into corrupting the way we look at the situation, and you know, goes back to kind of what we first started talking about. Is is that um. There are societal norms that maybe aren't rules, but they're somewhat expected. <clears throat> and the problem with that is that that can be a gray area. And, and so, if we're in here, I, I there's a couple examples that that came to mind. Uh, one was the uh, there's a guy I, I forget his name. He's uh, <clears throat> he's uh, trying to like, start a union for Amazon employees. And yeah, yeah, like yep. I read something that he wrote, and I listened to him interviewed one time, and I'm like, man, this guy's he's this guy's this guy's good, man. Like, you know what I'm, I'm just like, holy cow. Like he, he, he's very, what he wanted to do and the points he were trying to make were very well articulated to even someone like me who knew nothing about the work conditions at Amazon, very little about labor laws or anything went, okay, this guy's making a compelling argument. And then they, he, I think he got called to testify and then he went to testify in Congress or DC somewhere. I don't remember what the specific, if it was a committee or wherever. Um, and he didn't put on like a suit and tie. Like he was just wearing like a ball cap and teacher and people kind of got in this discussion, which I think rightly so. It's like, Hey, and people were like, Hey, my man, dude, what are you doing, man? Like you got to look the part. You got to do this because that's what's normal for there. Someone's going to throw you into this, this stereotype that you don't belong in and simply by the way you're dressed. And that's, it's, it's powerful. Cause it's important. Because we all do that. I mean, that goes back to even um, you know it's like you can go back when when uh, Nixon and Kennedy were debating, and everyone who listened to the debate over the radio said, yep. "Wow, Nixon mopped the floor uh, uh, with Kennedy." Anyone who watched it, everyone went, "That was Kennedy." Like Kennedy, Kennedy crushed him because, because he was exactly. comfortable and he looked good yep. and he was yep. eloquent, and like you know Nixon's pouring sweat and just you know having a hard time because he's he's so in the moment. But like those two perspectives are huge, and I, I think those are. Th- those are important to have if if you're gonna throw out any type of of, of societal or social norm in those situations. Then you are opening yourself to that criticism. You are you are mudding the waters it. of your message, and so yes. it's your responsibility. And does that take a little bit of extra time and
0: effort? Yeah, it, it, does. it does. It's called attention to detail. Like, I, so, so, I so let me throw something in to to counterpoint what you just said, and 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 uh, 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 it'll be based on my personal uh, uh, worldview. view. So, uh, the two crimes that I think are the most reprehensible, worst crimes in the world are burglary and contempt of court. Uh, after burglary would be rape. Uh, uh, uh and the reason is for the burglary is your house is your castle. It's your home. It's your protected area. And nobody should come in without yeah, you alone yeah. and to do that. And the same thing with your womb or your, uh, 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 if you're a male or female that's been raped, I get it. But burglary. Now, why contempt of court? Because the court is a special thing. When you come before the court, the reason there's a bar between you and the judge, the reason that there's a a table uh, between the attorneys and the bar uh, before the jury is because we must respect the judge, the law, the jury, and the process. And so if our intent is to disrupt that in any manner, it should be quashed, it should be destroyed. And, And so it's the same thing with if there's anything that says, that you can come into my house without a warrant or, yeah. or, or oh, you know yeah. that brian it should yeah. be quashed as well now yeah. so people say yeah but they stopped your car car's a different thing man car's yeah. a mobile thing yeah, it's the, a, the, you the, get what courts have ruled on trying that to say, yeah. don't even start yeah. with me okay yeah. so so the same thing if you're sitting at your park bench at the park eating uh, barbecue with your family you don't enjoy the same rights. so so don't don't yeah. get me yeah, uh, yeah. hooked on that but i think what we're saying is those areas are things that we've stipulated to that are different than other areas so i don't don't care where you live. And, and I think that if you live in a box under a freeway, that's your house and you've got protection. It's been ruled. It's been ruled that in New
1: York city, there was a case where, where, um, um, someone was living on the street in a box and then I can't remember what happened, but that it was um, violated. They they considered it that person's domicile, their yep. home, for less. But whatever. they had I'm established socialist.
0: it too, Brian. Yes. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It wasn't just a thing that hey, listen, the cops are chasing me, so I see a Maytag washer box, I'm going to jump. Yeah. Into no. That this the, they, they, they did. You see what they, I'm they, trying to yeah, say? Too? Exactly. Uh, but but the idea there, Brian, is the same. The idea is that that listen. Uh, uh, kids play better ball when you buy them uniforms. Uh, yeah. uh, martial artists perform better even at white belts when you buy them a gi. Yeah. Because there's a an identity, and whether that's a, a physiological or a sociological identity, it comes with that. So, so the idea of being civil and idea of not speaking over... It's different, again, on a pod. Uh, uh, we're opinionated. We know we only got an hour. We're both apex predators. So we're constantly, you know, uh, uh, vying for that. We don't do it because of ego. The ego never enters into our discussions. And that's a really good thing because what do we do, Brian? We even have rules for conduct, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and that allows us to get to the central point of the fucking argument. And, and whether
1: they're explicit or implicit, you know, you know yep. I mean, there, there's certain... There are... Um, You know, rules to 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 that to debate to um, not just debate but actual conversation, right? You have to be willing. I I, you if if we're going to have an honest conversation, you have to accept the fact that I may say something that will offend you, or that I'm wrong about, or that I'm just curious, and it it may be inappropriate. But otherwise, we can't have an honest conversation. But you know, this
0: well, well, we can't make progress on that conversation. That that too is the second point. That's That's letting that foot drop because we can't go forward in society. We can't get past these rough patches unless we agree to stipulate to certain things that look mistakes were made. If I stipulate to that, hey, look, in and, and, and civil rights, mistakes were made, okay? And and I mean that for all civil rights, okay? So so uh, 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 in in religious persecution, mistakes were made. Uh, when we were in World War II, we treated Japanese Americans poorly. Yeah. Brian, let's yeah. stipulate to that, yes. because without stipulating to that and moving forward, we're never going to make progress. If we continue to go back, every time, like, like this is a, a dichotomous relationship, people go back and they go, the argument you're using is from 1858 unless that argument helps you and then you start quoting shit yeah, right <laughs> yeah. so of you see what i'm trying to say of Let's, course if we're going to be truly equal yeah. if we're going to have equality when it comes to these uh, uh uh legal at least rule discussions then we have to have some uh well there, look, there's look, there's a the some... marquita queensberry rules there, how you box how you drive yeah rules and everything they do
1: there, there, well, and and especially that, and there's h- historical, you know, uh, foundations and a lot of what we do that we just forget or people don't know yeah. where that came from, and it's like we want to throw it out. But you know, you 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 did mention, um, you know, how, how, ego getting in the way, and we yeah. we we talk about that in in the sense of you know. All humans, um, we have your description is always it's a, a fragile ego system, right? And we yes. all do some more than others, uh, but we every single person does in some some way. And you know it, it, that that's a big one. It reminds me of the uh, talk about everything that we talked about in this episode. It reminds me of uh, do you remember being out at the infantry immersive trainer at Camp Pendleton when uh, uh, DARPA Dr. Tony Tether, the then head Tether. of DARPA, came out. Big smart, smart listen, like, guy.
0: He's still the, with DARPA, is he? Oh, yeah. But he's just in a different division now. I saw his name the other day, looking through some stuff, and, oh, gosh. and it's amazing. But so, but please, so go he, on. I love he was. It. I think he was a head guy. of
1: head of the. If anyone listening at to the, the time, the, he was the, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is you just look them up. They've done every cool thing that the United States or the military or anything has invented. Started with a project at them. They fund research and they build stuff. Everything from satellites, to GPS to That was all DARPA. That was all stuff. Yeah. The internet was basically created by them originally. But the the idea is, you know, so you've got this guy comes out. To Camp Pendleton and he's a fat scientist guy brilliant guy you know what i mean and he wears he puts on uh the marine desert digi camouflage uniform and and I there were talk- a lot of marines getting all butt hurt and pissed off going he doesn't rate to wear those what is he he looks like a slob he's not a marine you can't wear that You're- And they just completely missed the point of what he was doing. What he was literally trying to do was take that perspective. Okay, if I'm going to be a Marine and I'm going to go through this thing, and I'm going to look at it through the lenses of DARPA and what we're trying to do, how do I do that? He didn't say this out loud, but that's what he did. He said, all right, I'm going to put that on and I'm going to go through and I want to feel these senses and I want to see what that Marine sees. It was literally him trying to get as much perspective as he possibly could, because those little things like he's going to find out, well, this uh, uniform gets really annoying after a while or it shapes here. Now I understand why this affects like that's all part of taking that perspective. And it was the point was very much missed by a lot of people. But I thought it was a brilliant thing because something so simple
0: and almost goofy looking because of how he was. So let me propose you. First of all, he's lost a lot of weight. Brilliant guy. Totally agree with you. And and, uh, uh, at first, it was a stark reminder of how geniuses think. Oh, yeah. He's brilliant, do me a comparison. So, why would you protect uh, uh, Dr. Tony Tether, a genius, and his decision? And why would you vilify somebody that did uh, the, you know, wearing the 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 false, uh, you know, purple heart? I, I yeah, can't stolen remember valor. what is it. Stolen yeah. valor. That's the yeah, term yeah. that I was uh, searching for. What 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 was the difference there, Brian? How, how, do, how do you see that intent as being different? Well, the intent yes. was different. Yeah, that's the key. So yeah. the key is that if your intention is to come and disrupt the way we think. By carrying a sign, uh, naming your band like like the anti Putin Pussy Riot, my my favorite band. <laughs> yeah, go but, for hey, it. You've I been fans oh for them God. for years. I have been. Yeah. And You know that, and and so every time they poke Putin uh, in the eye, I I absolutely uh, go crazy over them because that and they were willing to do the jail time. Oh yeah. They, yeah, they were evocative and provocative. Yep. Why? Because. They wanted to make a difference. And and so I give them all the leeway in the world. Now I'm sitting on a a bus next to a person that's got the purple mohawk and the chain face. And I look and I smile. I go, Hey, can I have my picture taken with you? Why? Because I I, I need to, you know, uh, talk about this in class. Why, man? I'm just showing how different I am. I go different from that guy, that guy, and that guy. They're all on the same bus. You know, Brian, sometimes people want to be, uh, 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 they want to create cognitive confusion, Because that's the only way that they can get your attention. But that doesn't mean they have a perspective that's more valid than somebody else. I'm telling you, I would look at Tether's choice and go, I get it. Do you see what I'm trying to say? And I love that you chose intent as the difference. Because,
1: you know, and that's what I always tell people on here too about the social media stuff is because there's so much communication out there, you know, we... you almost feel compelled to say something about everything that's fucking going on. And you don't have to, right? But everyone said, well, I just want to say that, you know, people have been asking me, it's like like people kept asking us about the Buffalo shooter. Said I don't want to talk about it. And then I, I ended up on the last episode because I was angry that
0: angry, <laughs> it angry kept coming, coming out.
1: But but the 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 idea is you know is is what what is your intent? And I think that gets lost because I don't think people re- because we're just mimicking each other and getting involved in these things that everyone else is doing. So we're commenting on social media, we're sharing this and doing that. We don't even realize how far off we've gotten with some of the things that we're doing. We yep. don't even know why we're on transmit anymore. Like I have people that have comments, some stupid comment on a social media post make up like, Hey, what was your intent with this comment? And they right. can't fucking answer. Why? Because it was just shouting out in the void. And every once, in while get, well, every once in a while I get someone who's honest, I had one guy was like, ah, oh, look, man, normally I love your content. I'm just a troll. He's like, I'm just bored at home. It's the middle of the night. And you know what? I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Yep. And I was like, Oh, okay i can i can deal with you i Brian, like you how many you're people saying. have
0: built their platform on a platitude of somebody else's work yes. or word most stop of that is. for a minute most okay listen is. every once in a while i evoke or invoke something that i like that somebody else said it's rare as hen's teeth okay and it's probably something really really old that you're misattributing to the person that you think said it so so for example the the the, the uh, uh, Australian general, Brian, the, the, the standard that you walk by is the standard they that you accept. you accept. I'll never forget that. I'll yeah. use that all the time because that's amazing. But I didn't build my life and my career on somebody else's <laughs> words, and I yeah. didn't try to say, well, that is close enough for me that I'm going to plug it in. The, the, the guy that came up to us, the special forces guy with the vintage Jesus that was chasing me down the street, waving that book at me, because I said Allah and Vishnu and Islam and uh, many of the Abrahamic religions are virtually identical when you pull back some of the things and how they dress. And yeah, he, he lost his shit. He, he lost that. his shit because there was what? Cognitive dissonance right where we started. It challenged his assumptions. And he was unwilling, Brian to accept that things might happen. We have a good friend that's unwilling to accept certain things uh, 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 because uh, they have a strong set of opinions and values let's not let that get in, in, in uh, between our friendship. Do you no. see what I'm trying to say? That doesn't mean I I, I raise my well, kids differently doesn't mean it's wrong. I dress differently doesn't mean it's wrong. You see what I'm trying to say? But that's not where we're coming from. We're coming from as if your intent is disruptive,
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: then well, you're on the wrong track.
1: I, I think there's a lot of people that never even put any thought into what their intent was. They're just simply going through their life, reacting to everything, and everything's an outrage or a moral outrage or a and, fire. And we got and, 8 billion chances
0: yeah. of but every time somebody writes something on social
1: media. Yeah, I, I think not, a lot, not a lot of thought has been put in there. Nope. The problem is that it, it, it has an actual effect. It has a net effect
0: after a but while. But not the dunning kruger effect that you want to invoke at <laughs> in every instance. No, but think about that. That is true, right? Listen, words matter. Words okay, matter. You, so you go on social media and you're one eight billionth of the world. And, and you wrote two sentences, but what you don't understand is you just crushed somebody to their soul uh, intentionally or unintentionally. And if your intent was, that you did it because it made you feel better than you're a shit human and you got to rein it in. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, so, so uh, uh, I just have a real hard time. That's why I don't do social media, Brian, because I've got enough things. Look at the size of my fucking head. Do you get what (laughs) I'm trying to say? I'm an overlarge person. I have no fashion sense, all that other stuff. So people could tear me up, but you want something. Come get some. Come sit. With me at a table and discuss an issue. You see what I'm saying, Brian? Yeah. And, and why do I say that? Because I want to equalize it. That's why some people like to listen to a podcast, and some people like to still see us. On yeah. Podcast,
1: no. Right? I. It, that's that's a, a. It's a good point.
0: Um. Kind of a. Not. Not fun. Not no, fun to think we, of all the time.
1: We talked about a lot. It's always hard wrapping up some of the stuff because we kind of we jumped around between the perception and orientation and stereotypes and individual expression and cognitive dissonance and barriers to entry and and a whole bunch of and we got four hundred more episodes just on those topics. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it is, and um, I, I just think it's one of those. Um, you know, I I try to be I I try to be is is open or or accepting or lenient about um, what people say. As, as possible now that changes when it comes to what people do right that's a that's a clear line like i i if i were to compare myself to the average person whatever that means um i feel like i'm i'm very much open to more ideas thoughts or what what your words are like i'm not easily offended but but when it if i were to compare myself to that average person about someone's behavior what they do i i guarantee there's i'm very less forgiving on that because there's, I
0: I, I could testify to that. I travel with you.
1: (laughs) Well, right. It's uh, like, you could say whatever you want, but when it comes down to what you're going to do, that's it's clear guidelines of what's acceptable and what isn't. And I'm not going to tolerate that. And, and, and I think that that's a good distinction too, with, with how much lives are done virtually over social media, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes I think, sometimes I think of just those sites like went down for a week, you know, I, I think we'd have like, everyone would realize that they'd be they're They're probably a lot better off than, than they You're were. And, anything? <laughs> yeah, I don't Absolutely. know though, but, um, but yeah, that any, any other kind of, kind of final thoughts that we, we, we did cover a lot and I, I think we'll probably jump into a few more of these things for the, on the Patreon side and folks. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 have, I agree. We have some yeah. video breakdown stuff we do on our Patreon site. We have other kind of stuff that we don't talk about on here. That's, um, um, we more examples kind of on that side. You can always check the link. Um in us. Because we want you to us. pay
0: something. You know, but it helps us so we don't have to
1: to get any sponsor. And we, we don't have to we don't have to stop every five minutes to go brought to you by exactly. Oval Team or whatever <laughs> whatever Greg, whatever Greg would get us sponsored by. It would be something would like be- uh, it would
0: be something that has to do with my butt cream. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So so right now it's Metamucil. Can yeah. you imagine that? Oh, I swear to God. I I, I can show yeah. you the, the bottle of Metamucil. Uh, uh, and it's a powdered form. Yeah. yeah. And it's like hideous. And they say, oh, you can't tell you. If you want to know what it's like taking Metamucil, take a bite of beach sand and try to wash <laughs> it down with room temperature water. So, But I need it, Brian. I'm Sounds all... amazing. Sounds it's, amazing. i got that to look forward to when I get off this call.
1: Perfect. None of that Ben and Jerry's waiting waiting in the freezer for you. Um, any yeah? Any 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 final things, Greg? You want to uh, uh, wrap with? I'll, I'll throw to you. No,
0: no. I I tell you what. The, uh, we started with cognitive dissonance. We started with perspective. And I would tell everybody: the gift of time and distance doesn't just mean distance from a, a mine or a bomb or a sniper. The gift of time and distance means that, my opinion might be better 45 minutes from now or tomorrow. So that knee-jerk reaction that I do when I hit Instagram or you yeah. or whatever the yeah. shit is, may- maybe I should rein that in once in a while. Because, yeah, you have the absolute right to say it under the First Amendment, but uh, now it's going to be recorded and played back at your trial.
1: And just because you have a right to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. Great point.
1: So, Thanks everyone for tuning in. Please reach out to us with any questions, left of greg at gmail.com or any other ideas for, for episodes or topics yeah. you want us to cover. Uh, please send us that stuff. We, I respond to everyone. If we get real busy, it might take me a few days, uh, but I, I eventually get back to everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. We, we hope you appreciate the show. And if you did, please, please share it with your friends. And don't forget that training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks. But if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for your support.